Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Now, many people outside of Ireland often find going to an Irish wake a very bizarre situation and even Irish funerals can be quite jarring as well. But it has actually now been proved by the Journal of Traumatic Stress that Irish people deal with grief better than most, than better than most other uh, other nations. Irish Times columnist Brianna Parkins is with me today on on, uh, on the line. Brianna, because you were writing about this, like we all know that we do death very well in this country, but I was sort of surprised to find out that we actually deal with grief better as well. Yeah, there was a study, and look, we, we it's, it's one more thing to have over the Brits, which is you know just great for us. But it was a study looking into what's called prolonged grief disorder. So it's recognised that grief, you know, it causes you know periods of of being upset and um, you know having bits of depression, anxiety, those kind of things. But it's looking at prolonged grief disorder, which is, you know, six to 12 months after the death, and it really uh, impairs the sufferer's ability to function. They're, they're usually preoccupied um, with the deceased. There's sort of this pervasive yearning or longing, and it really stops them from living. So they looked at, they did a survey called the International Grief Survey. They surveyed about a thousand adults who had been bereaved from the UK and a thousand from Ireland. And they found that more in the UK, about 15% of the respondents had indicated signs of this of this thing called prolonged grief compared to only 10% of the Irish respondents. And when they were looking at why, the researchers from the University of Ulster at Maynooth and Napier University said it could be the cultural differences. And they specifically referenced the wake um, and how there's a greater sense of community within the Irish bereavement culture. Basically, we're all gathering around the person. So it helps it might help them heal a bit better. Death doula Lisa Clancy is is with us as well, Brianna. Is it just because the Irish wake and the Irish funeral is a much more community, often a home-based event as well. Is that why we manage then long-term to deal with grief better? I think that could be part of it. But I think as Irish, we we ritualise our funerals very, very well. So the whole community comes together, they surround the family, um, and we make it a real celebration about someone's life. And I think a lot of Irish people after a funeral is over will feel like they've done great justice to their person. And when they've done that, maybe the added layer of guilt that comes, that can come with grief doesn't come as much when we've really done our funerals well. And that can just help with that, that complex grief situation. Like funerals are a totally different story in the UK, Lisa. They absolutely are. Um, and a lot of that surrounds um, how long it takes to have a funeral for somebody in the UK. Mm. Um, that has to do with how deaths are registered in the UK versus how they're registered in Ireland, which are two very, very separate processes. So it means that we we tend to do our funerals much, much quicker here. And then that means that, you know, the community are with someone and with a family immediately after somebody passes and all the way through to the funeral being over and afterwards. So it's almost like getting on the, the roller coaster of of the funeral process yeah. and, and just staying on it. Did you find, Brianna, when you, you came to Ireland, like, did, how did you feel when you first went to an Irish wake or funeral? What was your reaction to it? 
Yeah, I mean, I grew up Irish, so I didn't have, I was well aware of, you know, someone's granny being laid out in, in the front good room. That's, that wasn't a foreign practice yeah. to me. Um, but I know it is really confronting for a lot of people the first time because uh, in Australia, and I imagine it's similar to the UK, um, the way it's run is it's sort of very corporate. It's been taken over by very large funeral chains and also because of the heat it's very difficult to keep a body at home although they are changing that practice they're bringing cooling boards now for people to actually do wakes again um, but essentially you, you it's very possible for you never to see the body um, they might some families might hold a short viewing just before the funeral begins but it can be very jarring because the person that you love you see one day and then they're just gone and then the next you see them on, on a memorial powerpoint slideshow and I think it's really important well I found it much more um, important for me mm. to actually see that person as, as a deceased person to help accept that they were gone and again I love an island you know um, where the part of the country my partner's from is from the west and the neighbors go out and they and they dig the graves and it's almost like from the moment um, the deceased is sort of laid out He's passed, he or she has passed through the hands of friends until they meet their final resting point. You know, they're, they're carried on the shoulder from the coffin by friends and family. They're with it with their friends and family overnight um, yeah. in their house. I've never heard of that body. before, Brianna. Your yeah, neighbour is actually digging common. the grave. I've never heard heard that. Yeah, I do think it's a, he's from uh, Galway, but I think it's a really beautiful practice. Right. Um, I think there is supervision, by the way. I don't think it's just how much your grave diggers, I do think someone who, you know, the, the grave is, is done properly. But yeah. yeah, it's sort of done by hand, which I think is a really nice gesture. Is that common, Lisa? It wouldn't be in Dublin, but it certainly would be in, in rural parts of Ireland, you know, in the smaller country cemeteries across the whole country. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not mm. unusual for the community to come together to dig the graves as well. And it's nice to see some of those older traditions coming back, you know, especially in recent years, given, you know, when restrictions and things were in place surrounding, you know, all gatherings. It was lovely to see some of the older Irish traditions come back that Brianna referenced in her article like people coming out to line the roads and line the streets and do guards of honour to pay their respects. And that makes it a real a real community effort. There's a text in from a listener who says, you know, I'm listening and I actually totally disagree about the Irish funeral. The stress and the pressure to organise a funeral after my dad died and to get him into the ground and the process, you know, of it all in the space of just a couple of days was awful. Yeah. I would have preferred more time in between. I don't understand what the urgency is. Family were trying to get back from Canada and to come over from, from the UK, says this listener. Yeah, it's very it's very quick and that is sort of the thing that flummoxes me is sort of three days, sometimes four days. Um, and that can be, again, very upsetting for the family. And I guess also, um, you know, I have great sympathy for, for people who have to do that receiving line if you're, if you're doing the removal in the home and you have like, you know, waves of people coming through mm-hmm. your house um, and you can be there shaking hands for so long. That's a lot to ask of a grieving family, so I can see why it is taxing. Yeah, well, it's funny. Um, we, we did that for, for my dad, Brianna, and, and I have to say, looking back on it, like, I mean, you know, you're never going to say you enjoyed it, but I know now, looking back, that I got great comfort from that. Huge comfort. I actually think it really massively helped me to deal, you know, with him passing with and, and, yeah. and with his loss. Now, I know everybody's different. I know not everybody's the same. Um, I know I got huge comfort from actually sitting up at night, you know, chatting to neighbours and having yeah. a couple of drinks and telling stories. Again, 
that's not for everybody. But there was something very individual about grieving as well. Like it's a very individual process that we all go on. Yeah, I think it's and it's much more personalised in Ireland. I do like that aspect of, you know, you start to hear stories about your loved ones that you didn't know and you start to understand how important they were to other people and in the community. Yeah. And I would say I really suffer with the way Australians do grief. Um, it's almost seen as Anglo-Australians anyway. Um, they see it as a very private thing. Like it would be almost unheard of to say go to your friend's dad's funeral or go to like a colleague's mother's funeral which is you know seen as part of past in Ireland you know you're, you're always being like I've got to go to a funeral for a couple mm. of hours and your boss goes yeah okay I understand in Australia it's not that so it can be very very lonely and people almost avoid death they don't want to talk about it it's it's just like it's catching so when you are a bereaved family it can be very lonely and the service is really quick it's an in and out sort of chapel yeah. it can feel impersonal and there's only really some sandwiches and that's it it's, well it's very difficult. if anybody has ever asked me you know since my dad you know if they talk about doing a wake in the house or at a funeral home I have to say I would highly highly you know I don't want to say recommend but my advice would be yes do the full thing the wake and do it in your home if you can and don't have your house private and do all of that kind of stuff because I do actually, well, we can only talk about my own experience. It, it definitely helped me anyway. Columnist of the Irish Times, Brianna Parkins and uh, Death Jewel Lisa Clancy. Thanks to you both. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.